I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices, and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, and I'm joined by one of my co-hosts, Miss Vanessa Ferguson. Oh, hello again. It's like I haven't seen you in, I don't know, 10 seconds. How are you? Well, the last time I saw you, I think, was right outside of Main Street, USA. Oh, was it a week ago? It's been a it week, was. hasn't it? Oh, my It was God. exactly a week ago, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you went on a voyage after we parted. A very we... long, m- several-mile voyage. We can talk about that later, but glad to see you're still uh, with us. Speaking of people that aren't talking to me anymore, also joining Brandon Davis, your first time at Walt Disney World. We went on an intrepid journey after the after hours party, which I'm sure we'll talk about uh, once we get there. But Brandon, how are you? Hi, was it all a dream or did I really live it? I can't wait to talk to you about your first experiences here, and I think it's going to be really fun. But before we get there, I do want to introduce the fourth person joining us tonight, and that's V. Bonner, who also shared a room with Vanessa Ferguson. And so uh, you two kind of had your own little adventure. It's fun because... All four of us got to experience the parks in different ways. So I was able to really uh, live up Marathon Weekend and enjoy that. Uh, Some of my first experiences being kind of a solo traveler to Disney um, because uh, my wife was not able to uh, go with me this particular trip. So it like it just like it was really fun to get that. But then also I got to interact with Brandon and I got to see kind of his first experiences. And then you got to do some solo Disney as well, Brandon. And then uh, B and Vanessa, same kind of story. We sort of met up with you, but you were not doing as many park days. And so there's a ton that we have to get through here. And I'm just kind of excited to reminisce about all of it. And so I think what we should do is kind of just go in sort of a chronological order and talk maybe day for day on this trip report. I will mention that I'm not going to talk a ton Mm -hmm. about the marathon today because I do intend to have a couple of episodes coming out on the marathon. One, you might've actually already heard, depending on when I get it. I was part of a live show at the boardwalk um, the day of the marathon and Justin Suter from the DDP today podcast is going to be sending that over to me. And I'm going to be posting that as a bonus episode on the beyond the mouse feed. And then also next week, I intend to try to get as many of the five people together that uh, talked about the marathon before the marathon and kind of have a a recap on that. So all I'm saying there, really long way of saying, you're not going to hear a ton about running tonight, but you will hear more about that next week. So let's just dive right in. Brandon, I kind of want to start with you because I know that you and I got to Disney World a little bit earlier than uh, Vanessa and B did. We arrived about midday on Friday and kind of your first experience was to go check out Pop Century and then also go down to Disney Springs. So walk me through a little bit of your Thursday, of your Friday. Yeah, I mean, it was somewhat overwhelming that first day just because I hadn't set foot ever on any kind of Disney property. I'd never even been in Florida before. So it was kind of all just brand new to me, but it was fun. I mean, we, uh, you and I shared an Uber from the airport and uh, pulled into Pop Century and then we kind of 
parted ways as you went on to uh, Wilderness Lodge, but I uh, I went up to the front desk and they were all incredibly friendly, but my room wasn't going to be ready for about another half hour. So I crossed the bridge over to the Art of Animation and I walked around there and that was a lot of fun. And who knew that these people knew me and I ended up being put in the 50s, the oldest possible decade you could be put in <laughs> in the century. And uh, no, it was, it was just cool. It was fun to be able to just explore and uh, uh, walk around a little bit. And I just sort of got used to the lay of the land for there until I headed to Disney Springs later. Yeah. And, you know, for me, so we, we kind of separated or went our separate ways. And I went to my home resort for DVC, which is Wilderness Lodge, uh, Copper Creek in particular, and actually had a one bedroom for that night. Uh, again, there was just some some changes to the schedule. And so I was a solo traveler and I tried to find a smaller room for that night and just everything was sold out from a DVC perspective. So I had this outrageous room uh, that first night. It had like a soaker tub in it, which I did use. Uh, full advantage of uh, because I was getting ready for the run. But then also it, it just had like, it's a beautiful amenities for a one bedroom villa. And I had a wonderful view of being able to see the uh, electric water pageant out on the water at night as well. It was a really cool opportunity, but that also meant that because we weren't getting together for Disney Springs, I got to have one of my favorite things on property, which is Geyser Point, And I got to have my bison burger and a beer right when I got to Wilderness Lodge. And so that was a lot of fun. And then just sort of uh, explored a little bit, you know, didn't know, and this might be a theme that we talk about, but didn't know what level of Christmas the parks would be in. So when I first walked into Wilderness Lodge, uh, I actually saw that the tree was down and all the decorations were down. And it was a little bit of a bummer because one of the things I was kind of looking forward to was seeing this beautiful space decorated for Christmas. So then I just assumed that everybody would be like that. And Christmas was over at Walt Disney World. Well, it turns out, uh, spoiler alert, there was a lot of Christmas going on mm -hmm. in Walt Disney World mm -hmm. the entire time we were there. Yeah. In fact, I saw a news article that the trees just came down in Magic Kingdom today on what? day of recording, which is Martin Luther King Day. So that is a long time after uh, after even we were gone from the parks. But Disney Springs, Brandon, anything uh, highlights that you want to say there? I will tell you that I, I think from myself personally, it's the first time that I've gone back there because I'm such a hit the parks running kind of guy. And it was really fun to meet up with John Castanjo and Sarah. Um, we we met with them a ton of times throughout this trip, and it was really cool to get a chance to meet him in person and, and her in person. Um, beyond that, like, I could probably take or leave Disney Springs. I think I've decided. It's just not my kind of place. Blasphemy. Um, I, we went to Jock Lindsay's. I'm taking this And in. then we went no. to Raglan Road. And both of them were very good. But it was just kind of busy. And, it, you know, it was just sort of a, a mall. Um, I think I, you haven't been to Disney Springs with me. I'm a lot of fun. And I dance. <laughs> And I would get all of you to get up and dance I, with me. <laughs> we went next time. The food, yeah. the snacks. I, Come I on. Enjoy, I, I enjoy Disney Springs, and I think maybe, maybe because I hadn't been to the parks yet, so it was kind of like a, it was just kind of like a palate cleanser before I went into like heavy duty Disney. But no, that was uh, heading from Pop to Disney Springs. That was my first experience ever on a Disney bus. And oh. that was <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> I was texting you all some of the conversations I was listening to <laughs> at that point. But no, that was but no, that was that was good. It was actually a pretty smooth ride from Pop Century to Disney Springs. And I got there a little bit before Craig. And uh, 
uh, Disney Springs was still decked out in uh, Christmas decorations. So you you walked in and there was that big tree. And I uh, I made my way to uh, Gideon's uh, Bakehouse. That was the first stop. And I got myself in the virtual queue while I was waiting for Craig. And that's where he ended up meeting me. Uh, but then, but then yeah, all the things that he mentioned, you know, we went to Jock Lindsay's, which I thought was cool with all the Indiana Jones uh, memorabilia. And we sat there on the deck and watched those uh, floating cars. Uh, go in and out of the uh, go in and out of the lake there, and that was a lot of fun. And then uh, had a really great dinner at Raglan Row with some awesome live entertainment, Irish dancers and live Irish bands, and that was that was really cool too. And then the you know the great event of the night was getting to go into Gideon's because you felt like you were being led into <laughs> Studio Fifty Four or something because it was. All, <laughs> and how long yeah. was the virtual queue? It was a four-hour virtual queue, but Ooh. it ended up only being three hours for us because it right kind of worked out perfectly because I remember. Remember, uh, we were done with our, you know, things at Raglan Road yeah. and uh, we kind of talked to each other and we're like, hey, do we still want to do Gideon's? And that was almost the exact second you got the text, right? That said, wow. like, as we go. Craig, Craig said, like, it, just as it came out of his mouth, like, well, hopefully you get a text from Gideon soon. And then my phone goes off like that. Second that was after. heaven sent for you all. You all were meant to go there. Yeah. I, I had then, another moment with Craig like that, but. I will tell you about it when we get to that day, but it's kind of insane that Craig's able to manifest things so quickly. This, this whole trip was things that just sort of manifested themselves yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. It was pretty remarkable. But no, then but then we get into the line for Gideon's and we're right behind this girl who had um, who was also participating in the marathon that Craig kind of bonded with. And, uh, and she also had been into the uh, after hours event at Hollywood studios, like a couple days before and filled us in on everything. So that was fun too. And then the uh, those cookies from Gideon's, they live up to the weight. Um, I say a four hour virtual queue is worth it. Wow. I would agree. Look yeah, at Brandon I, I giving really, out pro tips here tonight. Yeah. This is so great. <laughs> I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Gideon's quite a bit. And I was able to do the toffee pistachio and then the banana bread chocolate chip. And both of them were wonderful. I really enjoyed both of them. But yeah, it was a fun night that it was a good intro into Disney. And so then uh, we went back our separate ways. I went to Wilderness Lodge and Brandon went back to Pop. And we woke up the next day. And it was funny because I had, and again, I won't talk a ton about running this time, but I knew that for the marathon, uh, the way that that works, you have to be at the corrals by 4 a.m., but they actually tell you to get to Epcot around 3 a.m. to make sure that you're there in plenty of time. And so I knew that I on Saturday, the day before the marathon, I really needed to make sure that I was going to be tired. So I, I w- went ahead and woke up at 4 a.m. and went for a run around Wilderness Lodge at 4 a.m. This is when I utilized that soaker tub because I was like, okay, man, let's do this. Uh, and then and I was actually at Pop Century with Brandon at like 6.45 in the morning because it was this first time using Genie Plus. And I wanted to be like the big brother making sure that he was off to college the right way uh, using Genie Plus. And so it actually worked out so well for us. Uh, and I could not have had a more perfect Saturday in Hollywood Studios if I tried because the Genie Plus app, as some of you may know out there, it's so hit or miss. Uh, we knew that Slinky Dog Dash is the one, like I asked Brandon, do you want to go on that? If you do, we need to do it first because that's going to go first. And uh, Genie Plus gave me Slink gave us Sleepy Dog Dash at 8.40 in the morning. And what that allowed for was us to be able to just constantly use 
genie plus throughout the day and then also we were able to rope drop um the tower of terror because that's another one that we knew was going to have a long line but also what a perfect way to introduce brandon davis to <laughs> walt disney world than for rod serling in the in the tower of terror right brandon right yeah yeah it was I remember standing in line with you and I was like, really tower of terror is going to be my first Disney ride, <laughs> but it worked out. It worked out perfectly. And then, uh, we, we, well, we ended our sort of ride together and then you went to hop on to a uh, rock and roller coaster, which you ended up doing twice in a row. Well, I just kind of, I kind of sort of just perused the gift shop and talked to a cast member who knew a lot about tower, uh, about a uh, twilight zone. So she and I got to bond over that. It was really cool because, you know, Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower Terror at the beginning of the day, they didn't have us go through the pre-shows. I kind of was a little bit bummed about that for you and Tower Terror, but you had said you had seen the the um, kind of library area room before. Yep. But for Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, there's a few things going on uh, outside of Disney with um, one of the performers of Aerosmith right now. And so I'm not sure that uh, it's going to be Aerosmith's uh, Rock and Roller Coaster for much longer. So I actually thought they turned off the pre-show because of that. But it does turn out that it was just because it was in the morning because uh, I went on it later and I did have to uh, endure the pre-show of Rock and Roller Coaster. But it was fun because I was able to just go on and be able to rope drop it like that. So we got done with Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster in minutes. And then we were able to go on to Slinky Dog yeah. immediately and then just kind of. And it was there. it was just perfect dominoes falling that whole morning. It was pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. Is there, and I don't want to necessarily like run through the entire list of all the attractions we did, yeah. because I think it'd be easier to list off the attractions we didn't do, but let's hit some of the highlights. I particularly want to hear your thoughts on rise of the resistance. And then also on Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, because yeah. I think those are the two uh, attractions that uh, people might be interested in a classics guy and your take <laughs> on uh, Hollywood studios. Yeah. I, I will say though, slinky dog was fun just because <laughs> it took me by surprise. I didn't realize it was going to be that that some parts were going to be a little more thrilling than they were. And Craig sort of pointed out the noises I was making. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Your your like little noises were so cute the whole way. Oh, oh reenact oh. them. There, there oh. it is. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I noticed my my favorite attractions really throughout this whole trip were the ones that really immersed you, um, and uh, the ones that you you feel like you've actually stepped into the story. And both Rise of the Resistance and Mickey's Runaway Railway uh, were perfect because you know with Rise of the Resistance, I never once felt like I was in a park and that and during the you know the. 10 15 minutes we were part of the attraction i totally felt like i was in a movie and yeah i'm not even like the biggest star wars fan you know in the world i you know i'm kind of a casual ho-hum star wars fans but i mean that blew me away from the minute and it was nice to have craig there who'd been on there because he would like elbow me at things i might have missed at one point <laughs> like like i didn't know that there was a fin animatronic um mm -hmm. at one point and so i was able to catch that and yeah it was yeah that was remarkable i just uh, i couldn't believe it and then mickey's runaway railway i was able to do twice because i did it with craig and then i went back and i lightning laned it 
I learned from the master about how to do the stuff like that. So I did, ended up doing it on my own. And then so I, so I went back in the evening when I went by myself and lightning laned it. And that, I mean, you feel like you're in a cartoon. And that was so much fun. And to see, I went back again and being able to see like all the Easter eggs, like the Ub Iwerks Easter eggs and things like that on the ride. Uh, that was just a lot of fun. And how, how clever, you know, and it made me not so much mourn that I missed out on the great movie ride because I enjoyed it so much. But, but no, it was just, it was a great morning. And even on some of the, you know, simpler rides and stuff, it was just, it was just fun. And I've, I've said this before, it was just fun to do it with Craig because, you know, Craig and I have been friends for a long time, but this was like the most like quality time Craig and I have gotten to spend mm -hmm. with each other. It was a series of mandates as he put it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I love that. But no, but yeah, but yeah, that morning was just great. And then it, it culminated in a great lunch at a Hollywood Brown Derby before we sort of split for the afternoon. Yeah. And it was so great uh, to be able to do Hollywood Brown Derby and also shout out. That's when I got a chance to meet Justin Souter for the first time. And uh, it might have been a little bit staged, but we have a wonderful <laughs> video of us. Hugging. And uh, I truly have been looking forward to meeting him in person in a lot for a long time. And so that was a really fun moment for me to be able to actually do that. And then Hollywood Brown Derby did not disappoint. We both got the not. Cobb salad. Um, and it was, I, I was a little bougier. I got it with chicken, but yeah, I didn't it, realize it was going to be so like layer after layer. Absolutely. So like, uh, maybe in the, maybe in the, like, you know, hindsight, I don't know if you needed the chicken <laughs> Probably as well, not. Right? cause I was part of the clean plate club and Mr. <laughs> Brandon left some on his plate. I left some on my plate, but I did get some cool pictures of a lot of the, you know, Hollywood Brown Derby caricatures that were around us. And there were some where I was trying to figure out at the next table. And like, I, it was all that I, you know, couldn't do to actually get up and lean over them to see who that person was. But now no, it was, it was cool. I just wanted to quickly mention that I had park hopper for this trip. So I did know that I had a little bit of time before I was going to report back to my new hotel for the night, which was the Polynesian um, to get ready for bed for the marathon the next day. So I did go ahead and jump over to magic kingdom. And I wanted to mention this to people using genie plus because we were just rocking and rolling with genie plus all day and getting these lightning lanes. And so then at one point um, I decided that because I was going to go over to magic kingdom, if there was one ride that was available on lightning lane it would be space mountain that i'd want to at least do that uh and kind of just run into magic kingdom by myself do space mountain and head out and that's exactly what i did so i was able to do that and actually was able to get buzz lightyear space ranger spin very shortly after that so i did two attractions in the magic kingdom and i was out of there and by back to the polynesian by about 4 30 and that allowed me to really just relax for the rest of the night and they tell you for the marathon that you really should try to at least lay down by seven or eight o'clock at night uh, so that way you, at least your legs are rested and that's exactly what i did and it worked out really well for me. But what I want to do now, and I know this is going a little bit out of order, but B, I know you also had uh, an experience in Hollywood Studios as well later on in your trip. And so because you were also able to experience it, I was wondering if maybe you could talk with Brandon a bit about uh, your experiences with Fantasmic in particular, because I believe both of you were able to see Fantasmic. And is that correct? Or no? I, I did not go back to see Fantasmic because I was wiped out by then. Um, I wanted oh, okay. to. The plan was to go oh. back, but I had came back to the hotel to eat with Vanessa. And then I'm like, I, I'm done for I the night. I lured her back to the <laughs> hotel room with little bits of churros. Okay. Well, that, <laughs> being way, the case, then. that being the this case, way. Then, let's, 
Let's continue in chronological order then, because but what I'll say is, uh, out of the four of us, Brandon was able to see Fantasmic, yes. and yeah. it is it is newly back um, in the parks. And so, what were your thoughts of Fantasmic, Brandon? I loved. I mean, it was my first full. I mean, it was my first like real night at a Disney park, and so I was, you know, among you know a couple thousand people there, and it was it was awesome. I uh, I I tried to not watch you know, the video that Brad had posted on our YouTube channel, you know, just so I would um, not be totally spoiled and everything. But, it, you know, it made me feel like a kid watching it. It was pretty, pretty remarkable. And they are able, they worked in so many great Disney characters and music from all different eras. You know, you had the Walt era, you had the Renaissance era, and you had a little more up to date with things like Moana put in. Um, but no, I mean, it was just, I mean, just, just, just the use of color and the use of water and, you know, and just the, the whole storyline of Mickey, you know, fighting off evil and everything. It just, it to totally made you feel like a kid. And I, I loved it. And, you know, and you, you know, a little lump in your throat when certain songs came on, it was just great. And, and, and then I just, after that was over, I just walked around Hollywood studios for a bit and I was like in classic Hollywood heaven with all the neon and everything like that. <laughs> That's awesome. And now I know that uh, the two of you, this was your arrival date. And so you were able to check into the Grand Destino Tower. Is that correct? That is correct. And one thing I should add is that Vanessa and I, we are your bougie Disney aunties. Like for real. Like when I thought about it, when I got home, I'm like, man, we took the most bougie route <laughs> with this trip. <laughs> and um, first of all, I will say Grand Destino Tower at Coronado Springs. If you are going to stay at Coronado Springs, I highly recommend the tower just because everything you might want to do, like check in restaurants, lounges, coffee, all of that is in one place. And all you have to do is get on the elevator, which was bougie too. That elevator was really bougie. You just yeah, go. Guys, you don't even press a button. You just, you, you hit the screen and you tell her, and then you get in the elevator and the elevator knows. They know where you're going. It just knows. It's amazing. So cool. So yeah, if you're going to stay at Coronado Springs, stay in the tower. I mean, when we got hungry, you want to go downstairs and get some food? Sure. And it was, you know, right there. So on our arrival day, uh, we flew in in like the afternoon. So we got to the hotel around, I would say three, four o'clock. And we were able to immediately go get some food at one of the restaurants. I think we went to Rick's. Oh, we yeah. Rick's. I totally forgot. Oh, we had yeah. that shrimp po' boy. That yeah. was really oh. good. So we ate really good. We love a po' boy. <laughs> we ate really good on this trip. So we went to Rick's uh, Sports Bar, which is one of the restaurants at Coronado Springs. Again, it's really easy to get to if you stay in the tower. You just uh, take the elevator down and walk down the path. Uh, one thing we also did was split a lot of our meals on this trip. And so we split our meal at Rick's. And I think we had nachos. And a po' boy, and it was so much food, but it was so good. I mean, the yeah, shrimp, really good. the shrimp was ham ready. But, but, but the, as good as that was, later in the evening, we okay, had the most incredible meal of our lives at it's Toledo, a, and it doesn't even make any bit of sense. It's a hanger steak, yes. So it's not even a high quality cut of beef, but the way it's marinated and the yes. way it's cooked, literally like the best 
don't tell my family this. They're going to be absolutely <laughs> upset. But it, it is the best steak I've ever had. And the atmosphere. Oh, it is beautiful. We'll have to post some pictures. inside. So the restaurant is on the top floor of the uh, Grand Casino Tower. And they have a bar and lounge. And there's also an outside area, like a rooftop bar. And you can see the Tower of Terror from the bar. You can see some of the fireworks. We can see one of the water parks. I'm just not sure which one it is. I can't remember right now. But also in the Toledo restaurant where we ate, you can also see the fireworks going on, I think, at Magic Kingdom. Mm. Yeah. And it was it was really neat, too, because our server was super nice. He actually was a uh, uh, Millican. Yes. Uh, yes. Student. He was a couple years younger than Jody Benson. So yeah. he gave us some behind the scenes stories of uh, his time in the university when Jody was there. So he got to it, sing a little bit for us. He's Sing for us. That was just like mm-hmm. the most I you know, when you tell people like, oh, you sing, we'll sing something for like <laughs> you're not expecting <laughs> to do it. And he just started singing. I was mm-hmm. like, oh wow. So yeah. So I would say if you're thinking about um impressing someone in your family or a spouse or partner, or you just want to get engaged, go to Toledo. It's Second absolutely to Toledo. gorgeous. It's so beautiful. Right. And then you can go have a drink after that at the Dahlia Lounge, which has the history of uh the hotel up there so hey go yeah, do it there you go that's great live it up at grand destino tower so um the next morning for me was marathon again i'm going to skip over that we'll talk about that a little bit next week uh all that went on with the marathon it was a fun experience for me um but i want to skip to where kind of all of us start to meet up in epcot which oh. happens right about uh, <laughs> so you're not going to have us start with uh, where we were when you yeah. were running the marathon yeah well, I will say there was a moment when uh, my buddy Matt and I were running uh, by Grandestino Tower and I looked to my left and I just go, oh, yeah, B and Vanessa are staying right in there. They they really might. And then Matt goes, do you think that they're seeing us right now? And then I looked at my watch and it was about 845 at that time. And I was like, there's no chance that they are seeing us. Well, listen, now listen, here's the behind the scenes. Okay. So we thought it would be impossible to find you. And by the way, just in case you're ever thinking about going on marathon weekend, it's an incredible time. There's this vibe, but like Lyft and Uber drivers, super angry. Yes. Uh, Really hard to get anywhere. So we're just like, we're bougie cats. We're not going to go do that. So, So we wake up and we were watching you on the app, Craig. And at one point you stopped and I started yelling at my phone. I'm like, she did. So, (laughs) so, you know, we were cheering you on, even though you didn't know it, but literally every morning, because we had this very bougie hotel room in the tower, (laughs) I would open these grand curtains and I would go, and then the sun would come in and I was like, no, missing you. Oh, Oh, you can say runners. (laughs) And I go, me, me, runners. Oh no, we could have seen him from here. And then at one point I'm like, I'll just take a picture of this random person and tell Greg that that was him. Um, But, you know, we were there in spirit and then yes. we went and met you at Epcot, which is yes. what you want to talk about. So yes. there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Way. Well, before before we met you guys, we did. I ran into the Geckners who had been with Brandon for most mm-hmm. of the morning because Jeremy and Sarah and their two kiddos also were down there for Marathon Weekend. It was like a whole front row network meeting. 
meetup uh, for sure. And so Brandon got to experience a couple of different attractions with them, particularly Ratatouille, and then also Mission Space, uh, which you may not want to talk about. But then uh, you also got to experience Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So you don't have to talk a lot about all of those, uh, because I know we still have a lot of trip to get through here. Um, But any thoughts about your morning in Epcot before we all got together for Via Napoli? Yeah, I mean, it was fun. I mean, it was fun having the Geckners there because they were kind of who I spent my mornings with um, on on the trip. But uh, I didn't mention I I really enjoyed using the Disney Skyliner my first couple days um, there because it was, I mean, talk about, I mean, just convenient and everything. And it was a fun mode of transportation. So they were staying at the Caribbean Beach Resort. So I met them at that stop and we went on into Epcot and then, uh, you know, hiked it over to Ratatouille and did that. And so, yeah, that was fun. And then I got to do Soren and I got to do all the, you know, you know, fun Epcot attractions by that time. And then once we met up with you right after I about died on Mission Space, that was my biggest <laughs> mistake of the trip. <laughs> they used, dear listeners, they used a Genie Plus Lightning Lane on Mission Space Orange. Oh, Brandon. They did. <laughs> they did. Well, you made it. I literally thought my face was going to fall off. Oh my God. And then immediately after that, you jump on Cosmic Rewind, which some people have. Which compared to Mission Space was fine. <laughs> yeah. People people are like, I get motion sick on Cosmic Rewind. And you're like, I think this is not going to be a problem because I no. just survived. No, and you I gave me survived. and you gave me the hint. You just look at whatever the shiny object is in front of you on Cosmic Rewind and you're good to go. Yeah, if you look in the direction the Imagineers have pointed your roller coaster car to look, you'll be fine. If you're going like this, like <laughs> looking all around, then you're going to be in trouble. And I, so, and I, and and Gibson, Jeremy's son, went on it with us. So if a five-year-old went on it, I could do it. <laughs> but, I, I, I'm not doing it, Mm-mm, baby. Mm-mm. And I, and I, I manifested the song. For That's Cosmic what I was going to say too. We were in the queue, and uh, Craig was like, "Brandon, what song do you hope we get?" And I just said, "Oh, uh, September." And lo and behold, we get September. Yes, fantastic. it was perfect. It was fantastic. It was perfect. And so yeah. that's the third song that I've, I've only rode the attraction three times and I've uh, had three songs. So it's definitely like I just need to write it three more times and hopefully get the other three songs. Right. So <laughs> I'll, I'll keep you all updated as we go through that. But then we actually had a change in our plans. We had told you even during the food draft that we were going to meet with the uh, Castanjos at uh, Beer Garden for and I kept calling it Oktoberfest, my bad, sorry, but uh, we're going to meet at Beer Garden for lunch. But it actually turned out that because we had a smaller party than we had anticipated, um, I was able to get a Via Napoli reservation. And then in addition to that, the suitors, uh, Justin, Katie, and Riley, all were kind of in Epcot in the parks. And they were they came over and said hi to us and wanted to make sure to say hi to Vanessa and B as well. And so they're just standing there. And I just go, hey, Justin, do you want me to see if they can add you uh, all to our table and via Napoli was very generous in allowing that to happen. And so the suitors also joined us for lunch that day. And that was just a blast. I love that place. Brandon and I split a huge pizza. We ate the whole thing. It was great. And um, it was just a really nice way to kind of cool down from the marathon and to talk with John and Sarah and then uh, all the suitors. And of course the four of us and like, just, it was just like, they put us at this like communal round table. It was just awesome. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It yeah, was, was a vibe. It was a vibe. Everybody's hugging. Everyone's on an <laughs> adrenaline high. 
it was so nice to me. I felt like because I hadn't really interacted with the, the well, we know Justin, of course, but the, the others and Sarah and John as much, it was kind of like, we're meeting all the fre- uh, Craig's new friends, mm-hmm. which is, which is really cool. And yeah, it was a great lunch. It, it was, it was nice to too, after you had um, made us run the second marathon, which Ooh. is from front of Epcot to Viennapoli. Um, it was great to sit down and relax after that. This is uh, a tip. If you're ever going to like Epcot during a marathon, um, weekend, just be prepared to walk because there will be certain areas that will be closed off and you won't be able to get to uh, the world showcases easily. It's so funny because Vanessa's texting me like, how do I get to World Showcase? And I didn't understand that they had basically all of the area around Test Track and um, Cosmic Rewind and all that. That was completely closed. And I mean, I was running it. I get that. But at the same time, when you're running it, you're not paying attention on what, yeah. if they're allowing, you know, people by. Um, and so because the marathon was still going on, I, I was like, Vanessa, you just head to the back. Like you just go to world showcase. What do you <laughs> and I'm like, back and of so, what? Back of what? There's I no back. There's I no back. I guardians and mission space. This is my hell. Get me <laughs> out of here. So we had to walk all the way back up to spaceship earth and then walk around to get to Italy, which is beyond America. So it would have been a much easier journey yeah. if we would have just went the Mexico route, but, but we um, met Mary Poppins on the way. Mm-hmm. We did. We did <laughs> yeah. get to meet Mary Poppins on the way. And, you know, and again, like via Napoli was just like, it was really cool. And you said that like, you guys are meeting my friends for the first time, but uh, I think you and I think that you and B and Sarah are going to go on a trip all by yourself at some point. Like you guys really. Yeah, she's oh, really cool. She is like a friend. She felt like a friend. I had knew for a long time and we were just meeting up again for like our yearly trip. So Sarah, yeah. if you're listening to this, hit us up, girl. We, we, we got to get together. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. So it was really fun to then, then I went off um, after that, I actually followed Justin and John and Sarah, and we went to the boardwalk and that's the episode that I am going to be, uh, releasing, but it was just fun to do a meetup of DDP today, Sorcerer's running club, because that was the club that we were raising money for give kids the world. Our total amount was just shy of $12,000, uh, which means that two families will be able to go to Walt Disney world through give kids the world because of the running team that we had. And so again, I'll drop that as a bonus episode. We talk all about that then. Um, but Brandon, you kind of went back and, and rested for a little bit. And then you made your way back into Epcot with me a bit uh, later. But uh, Vanessa and B, I don't know your story. What happened after Via Napoli? What happened to us? I mean, we kind of just walked around looking for performers. That was that was one yeah. of the main things. Oh, yeah. But there weren't a lot of performers in Epcot, no. unfortunately, at this time. But we ended up going on Frozen. We had great. a Genie Plus lightning lane for that so that was fun i was able to sing without getting chastised by my friend this time frozen it was a lot of fun yeah clarify i have to clarify this she went with another friend that is not a singer <laughs> and got in trouble she goes with her goofy friend beeper who sings on everything and she was fine so that's what she means. I did not yes. scold her at any time. No, for, for no. We, we were very happy and singing and that was great. And then we also saw one of our other friends from Springfield at the parks for her family. So we got them to go on the Grand Fiesta tour and we got some margs after that. So, you know, anytime I have a margarita or a little tequila, I'm happy. So that was great. But like pro tip, those margs are strong. They, they I are. couldn't finish it. I, I, I had hers for her. I had the rest for her. So yeah. just bring me if you need somebody to drink your tequila. But, but 
Oh, oh, oh. And okay. This is what I'm having a time lapse. Um, we, we also went to France and saw the, the beauty and the beast sing along. Oh yeah. Which is cute. Um, Angela Lansbury is not with us anymore and she's very much featured in this. So it was like shed a tear moment. Um, but yeah, I think the rest of the time we just kind of strolled yeah. through the country, oh, made oh, our way the vo- around the world. Did we see the voices of Liberty? Is that their name? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I just, Oh my gosh, they are amazing. If you're ever in Epcot and have a chance to hear them sing, sit down on the floor because they tell you to come closer and sit on the floor because something about the building, the rotunda, I think it helps their voices sound, I don't know, fuller or something. I didn't quite hear the explanation, but they sound wonderful. Yeah, it was really good. Um, And then uh, before we met up with Brandon, we ended up going to Garden Grill. So yes. again, just a, like a, some insight is very cute. Yes. Um, I, for me, it's a one and done, mm-hmm. but you get to see the characters. The food was good. The food was actually pretty good. I expected much less. I am so sorry, but Garden Grill ended up being pretty good, actually. Uh, they do. It is to me, it felt a little rushed because yeah. the um, restaurant does rotate around living with the wind. Uh, Garden Grill is above it, which is cool. But by the time you make it back to that first scene of living with the land, you got to get like, out. You got to get out. They give me your shortcake. You, and it's you time did to a go. circle. Yeah, it's a circle, <laughs> ladies out. So anyway, just wanted to give you that insight in case you're ever thinking about doing those things. But yeah, um, yeah why don't you tell us when you ended up meeting with Brandon, then we'll tell you when we ended up. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, uh, it's like Brandon's the common denominator here. So I went uh, after the boardwalk, I knew that we had a lightning lane to meet at frozen ever after. And so I was going to go meet up with Brandon, but I did get a little taste of drinking around the world. I've never really done that um, before. Cause I haven't had the opportunity, but I was with all of the sorcerer running guys and they were definitely into it. So uh, we were able to have the violet sake in Japan. And then I think we, we had a beer in Germany and then I met up with them after the frozen ride uh, in Mexico. And I had some horchata at uh, uh the Mexican pavilion as well. So I was able to kind of do a little bit of that in addition to just hanging out with Brandon and being able to go through some more attractions. We did get onto test track. Uh, I will <laughs> let Brandon explain that if he wants to, but then at the end of the night, we, uh, I ate at the, I connections eatery, I believe is what it's called. Right. So it's the creation shop. And then the connections eatery, I believe is what it's called right there. And that was pretty okay. Like that was just like kind of your standard burger fare. But uh, after that, it was, I was tired guys. I had been up since uh, like two 30 in the morning. My watch actually died. Uh, my Apple watch died around seven 30 when we got to the connections eatery. And at that time it logged that I had walked or run 38 miles. So I, um, I was ready to go back to Polynesian. And uh, that's when Brandon met up with you guys from there. So yeah, but it was just, uh, it was a lot of fun. Where did we find you, Brandon? Oh, because well, I can't remember. Well, Wasn't first it of all, oh, it's so well, first of all, oh, right, it right. Me, okay, okay. It, it took me a little while to get to Craig first on my way back because I got stalled on the Skyliner with a very handsy couple. Oh, oh, oh my. And that was 
<laughs> but thank goodness it was only like a 10 minute little pause. But Craig kept texting me like, he'd be like, okay, I'm in Japan. Meet me. Okay. I'm in Norway. Meet me. And I'm like, <laughs> wait up. And then all of a sudden I hear like 16 people yell my name as I pass by something. And it's Craig and the whole running group. And then I, Sunday was kind of national Craig is awesome day. Yes. Yeah. I had so many people tell me how awesome Craig was that whole afternoon, but it was, all, yeah, it was great. And then uh, got to chat with them a little bit. Justin tried to tell me what some of his favorite classic movies are, but kept getting distracted. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then Craig and I, yeah, we met up and we did Frozen. And then I did the Grand Fiesta tour while he met up with the group in Mexico for a little bit. Um, and, and then, and then, yeah. And then the test track, Uh oh, that was fun. I was a little disappointed because I wasn't able to get the lightning lane for test track. And I, uh, we had talked about, you know, runners on running weekend. It's almost like being a vet because it's almost like everyone walks up to you and says, thank you for your service. Oh my goodness. And so, and so, uh, Craig played that card a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All they, I did is I went to I, I went to guest relations and I said, you know, I wasn't able to book a lightning lane for this because I was running earlier and my buddy, it's his first time here, and we'd love to try to do the attraction if at all possible. And the the gracious cast member put the lightning lane onto our account, right? You all got pixie dusted. So yeah, nice. So we, we That's walked an right interesting story. And that, and that was fun. I like I enjoyed that. And then and then yeah, and then we we had dinner and then Craig parted and then we met. You t- we met B coming off of Soren. That's what yes, happened. That's it. And then, and then, mom and then Craig left. <laughs> and then Craig left. And then I went with you two on living that's with the right. land. It was, well, it did feel sometimes like not only was it Craig is awesome weekend, <laughs> it was also like Craig and I had a child named Brandon and we were making sure he was having the best time. So I was like, come with, now you're going to go with mom and your sister. Yes. And we're going to go watch the show. Be no. nice, yeah. hold hands. Uh, but yeah, then we went and watched um, Harmonious. Harmonious. Harmonious yeah. yeah. So I, I, I have to say, I really enjoyed it. It does feel a little um, from the future. Like a, uh, it feels like a robotic yeah. uh, octopus, but I really liked it. But I wanted to see what you, you two, cause you, well, I hadn't seen it either, but that was my first time. But since you both have never seen any show in Epcot, I wanted to ask you what you two thought of it. Uh, I actually really liked it. The music, along with the fireworks, along with the projections, I thought they were so cute. And some of this surprised me, too. Um, For those that haven't seen it, well, it's going away, right? Is it going away? Yes, yes. Okay, Uh, well, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. There were a couple of those fireworks that felt very close to me. And so it (laughs) shocked the heck out of me. But I also liked um, the music. And I liked the variety of different music, uh, the shows, uh, the movies. I mean, I like the variety of different movies that uh, some of these songs were coming from because I feel like sometimes uh, some of the Disney movies are underappreciated, mm-hmm. you know, get, get to see them that represented within the parks. So it was nice to see like the uh, variety of movies that they covered. And it was just a great way to end the night. I loved it. I enjoyed that it was a bit more artsy. It wasn't, you know, quite as... Um general you know it wasn't for you know the general public like something Mm -hmm. phantasmic is it takes a little bit more of of an artistic taste to enjoy it you know it doesn't quite have the you know emotion of another show of that type or whatever but i enjoy that they used music that was more off the beaten path they used stuff from hunchback and other stuff like that so that was fun to see and to hear things done in their native languages also Mm -hmm. was pretty cool so i can see where it wouldn't be a show for everybody but i enjoyed it 
Well, I also liked how they, to go off that brand, and they use, like, different singers that you normally wouldn't hear singing yeah. for Disney. Like, some of my favorite gospel artists, Kiara yes. Clark Sherrod and Karen yeah. Clark Sherrod. I, I I love Karen Clark, Miss Karen Clark to death. If I if I could be a singer like her and sing like her, oh, I, I you know, I would not be here. Okay, I would right. be somewhere in Hollywood singing my butt off. But um, they sing Dig a Little Deeper for Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. And that section gets me all the time. I, I was scared I was going to embarrass Brandon, though, because I was sitting there trying <laughs> to hold ghosts. And then I was sitting there with my <laughs> church clap and I got Vanessa to join in on a, a church clap. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I tried to get Brandon to dance with me when he wouldn't do it. <laughs> Next time, Brandon. Next, Next time. time. Yeah. But I do also want to point out really quick, if you're ever in Epcot and you're needing to get out and you don't want to deal with the crowds, me and Vanessa took an oh, interesting route uh, yes. to our resort that night. I'll let you because, go ahead and explain. Well, again, we got to give the pro tips here. And Barbara from Jersey. Yes. yes. And and Brett has told me this too, but I've sometimes, oh, Brett's going to be listening to this going, how dare, what? Oh, I, ooh, uh, uh. You know how Brett does and I love him. Okay, so he... He had told me this too, but when Barbara said, I was like, oh, well, she's she was our driver. Uber driver, by the way. Yeah, lift driver, by the way. She said that it's a lot harder if you're lifting, it's a lot harder for lift drivers to pick you up at the front of Epcot. So she much prefers that you go through the international gateway. And by the way, you don't have to walk that whole bridge, you can jump on a, a friendship boat. Yes. I think those are so yep. friendship boats. Mm-hmm. And uh they'll take you now. You can go to the boardwalk, but I prefer the second stop, which is the yacht club, because it's a beautiful and I yes. want to stay there. Yes. Um, and then go th- and it's like a straight shot through the lobby and lift from there. And then once we lifted there, okay, maybe this guy was pulling my chain here, <laughs> but um, he told us he was a VIP driver for Disney. And he just happened to be out doing some extra work. And he's like, he he does the driving for Whoopi. Yep. And for Neil Patrick Harris and his yep. family. And for the Kardashians. The Kardashians. And, and from like, Olivia Benson um, from Law and Order SVU. And we're like, wow. And us. So beyond the mouse <laughs> as well. But anyway. But the, but the trip only took. For us leaving the um, international gateway on the friendship boat and getting in the Uber, it was only 20 minutes. If that. I have never gotten back to my resort that quickly from a park. So B, thank you for bringing up. That's an excellent pro tip. Yeah, that is wonderful. And I am not going to comment on Harmonious only to say that the barges are leaving. Thank you, <laughs> goodness. So we will have a new show in the World Showcase at some point. So uh, moving on then to the next day, which is our Monday, mm-hmm. and we are all going to meet up for the after hours event. But I just want to kind of briefly touch on Brandon. I know this is going to be a long episode and we haven't even got to the after hours event yet. So Brandon, go ahead and uh, just kind of wrap us through your Animal Kingdom day and then be and Vanessa, I think I'm just going to skip you and go straight into uh, Trader Sam's here. Okay, that's fine. We, we, did we didn't do anything. <laughs> we sat in the pool. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. So, yeah. Brandon, thoughts on uh, Animal Kingdom? Uh, Animal Kingdom was fun. It was a you know just a quick sort of half day for me. You know, and looking back now, and if you you know if we ask things that we would have done differently, it's probably the one thing. That next time I do an after hours, I'm not doing anything else the rest of the day. Uh, but it was fun being able to go and I met with the Geckners like I did every morning at Animal Kingdom. We did Navi River Journey. We were able to get a lightning lane for Flight of Passage, which was awesome. Uh, we did the uh, Kilimanjaro Safari. 
Um, and then I sort of broke away from them because uh, they had a lunch reservation at Rainforest Cafe. And then I went and did Expedition Everest uh, through the single rider line. It only took me like five minutes to get on. It was awesome. Um, and then I stopped at Eight Spoon Cafe and had the pulled pork mac and cheese, which is one of the favorite things I ate all week um because I'm, I'm a mac and cheese snob so it takes a lot to really <laughs> impress me but no that was really really good and then I just kind of walked around and explored Animal Kingdom for a little bit um but I knew it was going to be a long night coming up so I knew I had to get back and relax for a little bit and that morning I had uh taken my luggage up to Bell Services at Pop and this was the day where I moved over and became roomies with Craig for a couple of days <laughs> And so, Absolutely. and so they, uh, uh, they sent my, well, they hadn't sent my luggage over to uh, Polly <laughs> as we would have found out later. Uh, but then I, uh, I made my way on the bus from animal kingdom over to Polly and met Craig there and rested up for a little bit. Yeah, and I just want to talk uh, really briefly about Trader Sam's. Uh, it was a really fun experience. What I will tell you, though, is a lot of people had told me you need to line up at 2.30 because they start opening at 3 o'clock. That's not really the case. They actually, the line started about 1.30 or so. I got there at 1.45, and I was just fine to get uh, in actually pretty right away, like right around 3 o'clock. But they do start actually taking down names at 2 o'clock. So it may seem like wild that you get together at you know 1.30 and then... Uh, you have to wait until three o'clock or whatever. They do actually take your name at two o'clock and then they'll call you back at three. So Trader Sam's was a whole lot of fun. The bar just kind of came to life. It was really enjoyable. Uh, these ladies bought me a Nautilus for uh, skipping out onto my marathon. And that was their penance for it. It was just like, it, it was just a lot of fun. And it was a really cool experience. I definitely recommend it, even if you're a non-drinker, because I know that uh, Brandon and Vanessa, you had non-alcoholic beverages and you seem to just enjoy it just as much oh Schweitzer Falls that was so really good. good it's like a Sprite and pineapple <laughs> gonna drink it every day and so after that we went to Kona Cafe had a wonderful experience mm -hmm. there but I'm kind of uh rushing through all this because the after hours event was just a lot of fun and I know that we want to talk about that for a bit so the four of us were able to get into the Magic Kingdom shortly after 7 p.m and uh it was fun because we're able to kind of know that we have a lot of opportunities to do attractions and things like that. So I was able to kind of take my time walking around uh, while oh, the, the parks oh, were that still was, open. That was taking your Okay. Yeah. Yes. You <laughs> did take your time. Continue, Greg. Go on. No, go okay. ahead. Uh, go no, ahead. Pick no, it up from I, I just, I, I didn't know that that was called taking your time, but go ahead. Yes. Uh, I feel he, like I at least looked down Main Street and, a couple of times before I ran off somewhere Vanessa else. had, B had to hang on Vanessa listen, for dear life to follow listen, Craig in the park, but that's all right. I felt like I was almost on top of Vanessa's back trying to make sure I kept up with y'all. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally at one point turned and go, Hold my hand. Do not let go. <laughs> and then at another point, I had to turn around and tell Brandon, hold my hand because we yeah. were just moving and grooving. The, but, the, but, the mayor of the Magic Kingdom. Yes. He was. Yes. Literally. He is the mayor of Magic Kingdom. Everybody on the monorail, in line, yeah. talking to cast members, yeah. talking. We were on the people mover. Guess what he did? He talked to someone in the next bar. Yeah. Craig is mayor This is who he Kingdom. is. I, anyway, I, I really enjoy myself in Disney <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, 
it was it was a really fun night. And it's funny because the guys that were on the monorail, I saw them in uh, like Tomorrowland at like one in the morning. And we we talked again for a little bit. Like we kept running back into the people that I had talked to earlier in the night. And I thought that that was really fun. And uh, except for one, which is good. (laughs) Yes, except for one who was very mad at me. So I, I cut these guys in line. I will tell you that uh, they had a ridiculous line setup going on in the Magic Kingdom. And so uh, one lady behind me was not very happy that uh, I just walked into a line. And um, we just we just didn't acknowledge it. We just kept going <laughs> forward. Right, guys? No, so I he got into I, the park. No, and I, then, I, I acknowledged it and she thanked me for it. <laughs> I don't want to remember this. There, no. are, there are pockets of time in this night no. that I do not want to remember. This is the first one. Yes. And there's one at the end of the night. Yes. But let's just get to the fireworks story uh, because uh, that's where yes. the joy happens. Yes. yes. This is why I cried profusely. <laughs> I'll, I'd like to hear the fireworks story from your perspective, y'all. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't even know what to can say because I'm still fangirling. Can I again? Sure. So again, so when we arrive to the park, I say, Craig, um, would you think we should go ahead and get our spot for the fireworks? And he says, I'm not a guy who stands and waits <laughs> for fireworks. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. We'll follow you. So we again, pinball our way through the park. And then when we get <laughs> off people mover, there is the largest crowd I have ever it seen. It is crazy. Fireworks. And so we, again, realized that we must hold hands to get through the crowd to follow. So I'm, I'm hanging on to Brandon and B's hanging on to me and we're snaking our way through the crowd. And every time we stop, I think, okay, we're going to stop here and try to get a spot. No, Craig's only <laughs> stopping to try to wheel and deal with a cast member to get us a spot and it's not working. So we go through the next lane, And finally we stop and where he's like, okay, well, here's our spot. And it's behind a tree. And I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, does this work for everybody? And at this point we're like, tree's great. We were tired. Don't make us snake through this crowd anymore. And then this is the part, feel free to interject and have me start over if, if I say things I can't say. But it, at some point, a magical cast member uh, comes and, and, and says, hey, uh, this spot's great, but, it's, but I can find you better. Mm-hmm. And so this magical pixie dust of a cast member puts the pixie dust on us, transports us through the crowd like we aren't the Kardashians okay we had a very <laughs> VIP experience and got us into a spot that was a little bit uh was well, not a little bit it was a lot better viewing for us as short people and uh we saw the the fireworks were incredible and we all were the magic yes yeah it was it was it was really perfect and uh that was another one of those through podcasting to be able to meet up. And, you know, I, I will say that I don't think he did anything that uh, he wouldn't have done um, for others to make their day magical. So thanks to Aussie Dave from DDP today for oh, so meeting now up. Now we're going to say, okay. Uh, now see when you were on Facebook live, I wasn't certain, but I think we're okay to, to mention because that. I didn't want to do the accent and I hope he doesn't actually listen to this, but he goes, um, this this spot is is nice, but it's not great. So follow me. And then he's like, the two gentlemen and the two women, they're with me. And it was like, 
well, who is this magical Australian man that just magically appeared out of nowhere and took us to this fantastic viewing spot? What is happening to us? I've never cried like that over something like this. I then, literally was story, in shock. The stories what he was a- telling Brandon, Brandon, that's your magical castle moment. And I was just like, what? <laughs> it's great. It's real great. One of you has said like you were getting lost in his eyes too. Uh, Cause he's They're got like, like the- glass. Yeah. yeah so pretty. <laughs> so anyway, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, it was enchantment. I was able to uh, watch that really for the first time. And it was something that I will always remember. It was uh, so thank you to him. And it was just lovely. So then we really start like the, the party doesn't officially start in earnest for like another hour. So I knew that we were going to get some food and all of that, but let's actually just skip to 10 o'clock. We start to do all these attractions. We really kind of went through Adventureland and then just sort of followed uh, sort of the hub wheel over mm-hmm. and hit, I would say, every attraction yeah. in uh, three hours. I mean, we really went hard. And I know that that uh, took a toll on some of us uh, later on, but like we got through Magic Kingdom. And what was nice about this was, Brandon, you kept saying, it's nice because you were going to Magic Kingdom the next day, but if you could do things the night before, mm-hmm. then you, would, you wouldn't feel as like obligated or like worried that you weren't going to fit it all in. Yeah. So I guess, um, you know, instead of necessarily just talking about all the attractions we were able to experience, Maybe we can just say like what we felt the value was of doing this type of an after hours event. Um, and I'm happy to lead that off if you want. I The tip that we always gave like way back when we did our WW tips was one of mine was to buy these special event tickets and then take off a day from your park experience. And for me, this was absolutely perfect because I was coming off the marathon. I knew I was going to be tired the next day. I knew that I was uh, going to have to, I was, if I was, in a park, I'd want to get there as early as I could. And that would have been stupid to do. And so this worked out so well. I just took off one of the park days and was able to go into Magic Kingdom at night. And it was just absolutely magical. It was wonderful. It was a little bit chilly uh, at times, but it was just so great to be able to experience all that with you to see like, um, I know we're going to talk, we should talk about Splash Mountain, Haunted Mansion, those in particular, but I thought it was well worth the experience. But um, Brandon, what about you? Do you feel like it was uh, worth what you paid for it? Yes, it was definitely worth it. I mean, the fact that we covered, like we said, I think everything but the Dumbo type rides we did. And it was it was pretty amazing just to zoom through all that in three hours. And uh, like I said before, I wish I had followed that tip that you gave and uh, not did a park earlier in the day because I really paid for it five hours later. <laughs> but uh <laughs> But no, it was it was a great, great experience. And I mean, to be able just to walk onto rides and then grab yourself a Mickey bar in between. I mean, that was I mean, for for the price, I mean, that was pretty remarkable, you know, just to be able to have as many Mickey bars and Cokes as you wanted. Yeah, absolutely. B, Vanessa, your thoughts on the after hours overall. And then I want to talk uh, B. I want to ask your experience about Haunted Mansion <laughs> and all that. So uh, but what are your thoughts on the price of it and also the experience? I would say it's well worth it. I'm a person where I don't like waiting in long lines. So that was perfect. Also, the fact that you could just, you know, walk on it and 
honestly, we all had our own rope splash mountain and let that have been like a regular Magic Kingdom day. That wasn't going to happen. Also, the last time I was in Magic Kingdom, I didn't get to do a lot of rides because we were so tired by that day. We ended up leaving Magic Kingdom by like noon. And then we came back early late at night and there wasn't much else to do because it rained. So there was no fireworks show or anything like that. So for me, I really got to experience a lot of these rides for the first time. And it was just really fun being able to be together and not having to be crowded by so many people. That's another uh, thing. I love Magic Kingdom, but one thing I don't like about it is there's always so many people in there. Mm -hmm. So Magic Kingdom was like bare. It was so bare. And you really got to take in all the sights and everything. You really got to walk around and see the show buildings and see the theming. You get to see where it changes. And for me, that was really special because I felt more immersed in the experience this time, I would say. Yeah, I I, I agree with what everyone's saying. And I would just add, I still think it's not a bad idea in in our plans in a perfect world. Me and I would have gone to Magic Kingdom again. (laughs) That did not happen because I'm an old lady. And I was of, yeah, and I would die of dysentery if I was on the Oregon Trail. I'd be the first one to go. But um, yeah, I think I think it's still something to consider doing Magic Kingdom twice. But this is certainly an option for one of those times if you want to get a lot done in just a few hours. And I would say like uh, not so much like the Mickey's not so scary because I had the opportunity this year, which is usually not the case to be able to go to like a Mickey's not so scary in August. And then I also did the after hours event and they really are different in that the after hours event is really just more you get to be in the park later. There is no like special thing about the after hours event, except for Brandon mentioned that you get the Mickey bars and the uh, free drinks and all of that. But other than that, it really is more attraction based. So if you want to do that, or you want to be on main street and you want to have way less people, or you just want to experience the park at a much lower crowd, that's what this is. It isn't necessarily like uh, where Mickey's not so scary or Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. You're seeing like an extra parade or you're getting to see, you know, fireworks, a special fireworks works. That's not the case in these, but still really, really cool. I would have loved to do the after hours event in Hollywood studios as well, because uh, I feel like those attractions, you could have easily gotten on every single attraction in Hollywood studios in three hours with the the weights that they had. So it was just a really cool opportunity. And I, I loved being able to experience some of these attractions with you all, especially space mountain means a lot to me. Like that's a, one of my favorites. And just to hear like Brandon and B just like screaming their heads off in the background. um, That was wonderful. And then uh, we do have to talk. I mean, it was built up. It was hyped up in our group thread, B going on Haunted Mansion. So I I will tell you, it's funny. I didn't know this, uh, Disney fans, but they actually added this sound effect in the seance room. It uh-huh. is this It is this cackling podcast host. Uh, listen, who, listen, you. But okay. Vanessa's, Vanessa's laugh in that room. You weren't room sitting by B during this ride. You would have been laughing too. This is everything I hoped it would be because I knew how, <laughs> I know how she can be. Like she gets so spooked on things so easily. So I knew this was going to be hilarious me personally and what got me was you know that when you go into like the hallway and the doors are are moving and she goes oh my god i laughed so hard um it was so great and then what else did you say oh you kept 
what I rebuke you. I rebuke <laughs> you, spirit. I rebuke you. Oh my God. It's so, Listen, so y'all, during this trip, I will say in Magic Kingdom, I faced a lot of my fears. Number one, I don't like spooky stuff. So I got on Haunted Mansion. I will say I would do it again. But there were a couple of times when some of those little jump scares got me. Then uh, Splash Mountain, I don't like drops. And I don't know why I thought I was going to get on this ride and be okay. I don't like jobs. And then the mayor of uh, Magic Kingdom, Mr. Craig, uh, he had me get on Space Mountain. And um, yeah, I, I think he enjoyed hearing both me and Brandon losing our minds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thoroughly did. I was actually behind both of you. And it was amazing to be able to hear all the, <laughs> the comments and the screams that you were making. So it was just a, it was just a really fun night. Uh, it, it, the end of the night um, left something to be desired. So uh, Brandon and I were staying at the Polynesian and for whatever reason, Disney decided to shut down both the boats and the uh, resort monorail. And I have an aversion to getting on Disney buses because they typically take long time and they're just crowded and everything else. And so I knew that there was this new walking path between um, Magic Kingdom and Grand Floridian and that uh, really right after that is Polynesian. So I was like, Brandon, do you want to do the bus or you want to walk? I don't think the walk would be that long. Turns out that that walk is horrifically long, especially at 1.30 in the morning. I mean, we ended up getting back to our hotel room. It was after two, right? So, I mean, we absolutely should have just taken the bus uh, from there. And I know that uh, the two of you, though, you did take the bus and that still oh, wasn't gosh. a great experience. No, no. But can't, are we allowed to go back and talk about the one last big thing that we did before we left the park? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, what was the last? What was so, it? So this is OK. I alluded to this earlier when Craig can manifest things very quickly. And so we're in line and Craig. To, uh, so at the end of the night, the, oh, these, yes. these okay. three want to ride mine train. And Craig's like, hey, do you just want to go through the queue with us? Sure, I'll walk through because I'm not running mine train. And then Craig says to me, it's really weird that we didn't see that many vloggers here in the park tonight. And <laughs> he I tur- he turns and goes, oh, there's the trackers, as in Tim and Jen Tracker, very famous vloggers. And I turn and go, no. And there they were. And then I had this, so because the three of you went and, and Jen is, is um, pregnant right now. I knew she wasn't going to ride either. I had to decide on what level of creepiness I was going to be waiting for her at the exit. To, uh, okay. So I didn't meet her then, but then you got off the ride. And then we as a group, or maybe just me and Craig, decided to wait and confirm. I'm just in front because it felt like we were being a little stalkery and, and ask Tim and Jen as they're exiting the ride, uh, if we have a photo and, and they were really nice about it, but I want to share this just because if, and I don't know that anyone who listens to this would ever think this way, but if you ever like are nervous to like, say hi to Mr. Popular Craig or, or, you know, Brad or whatever, like I had a mental breakdown from seeing them. I, <laughs> I don't know what happened. It feels like a dream. I, I, my perception of reality was totally shaken and, and it was a mental health risk at that Mm -hmm. point because I could not handle seeing the people that were like so famous to me. Um, yeah, it was terrifying. Not anything they did. They were very kind and they were very, Craig's very smart and asked if we could do the, now it's time to pay the price at the end of their video. They, they included us in one of the recent videos. Yes. So if you see us, 
that's where we are. And big I, thanks to them for I, that. I had I had no idea what we were doing. I was <laughs> like, okay. We're just like, just say, just say, just, now it's I'm time like, to pay them. Just like, say who, it. Who are these the funny, people and why are we saying The this? funny part is that when we first tried to record that, Craig was the only one that said it. We all kind of just looked at each other. I think I was I was overwhelmed, but I did have to talk Vanessa down. I'm like, listen, yeah, you did fine. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about. It is all okay. And then to make matters worse, our dear friend Vanessa, as I said, we are bougie Disney travelers, but she also gets extreme motion sickness. And we were tired by the end of the night because the mayor of Magic Kingdom had ran us around the whole park. (laughs) We didn't want to walk all the way to like the Lyft and Uber pickup. Next time we will, because uh, we got on that Disney bus and y'all, she was okay. We literally got to Grand Destino Tower and I saw her start turning red and she started breathing. And I said, oh no. It's the stops. It's It's when they make the stop. I can't handle it. And I think... You know, those Imagineers are right because I'm not facing the way we're moving on the bus. I'm and it, so my body, my eyes are like, this isn't right. You should probably vomit. And I'm like, I think you're right. <laughs> and so after three stop, was it three or four? It was three. Three at Coronado. Yeah. yeah. Because they make you go all the way around. Uh, and I'm glad I had a witness to see how quick it can happen. Because I literally. It happened so like, quick. She was fine um, one minute. And then the next minute, y'all, she was turning red. Yeah, I was gonna throw up in the bushes, but people were behind us. And I didn't want to ruin their vacation, so I just—it's it, like it, I made it to the lobby. She did. I, I just remember taking her bag. I'm like, "Can I take your bag?" And she never lets me help her with anything. And in that moment, she's like, "Yes, <laughs> just leave me alone. I have to go do something." So, so that, and we bring this up to say that because of that, the next two days, I was pretty much out of commission. So let me just, I'm just going to say one final thing. And I'll let you take the rest of you tell us about your vacation and wrap this up. But all I have to say is the resorts are beautiful and you really should take advantage of them. That's mm-hmm. what I did when I wasn't feeling well. We had a hammock. There was white sand beaches. The pool was great. The hot tub was great. Food's great. And we didn't even do everything that was um, at our fingertips there. So yeah. that that is my pro tip is spend some time at your resort. You're paying for it. Might as well use it. Yeah. Now on to the rest of Beyond the Mass team to tell us what <laughs> I, happened on the vacation. I still had a little bit more vacation than Vanessa, but I will say that next day I got up late, uh, got some food and slept to like four o'clock and then enjoyed the hotel. But the next day, which was Wednesday, I did have more fun, but I'll let Craig and Brandon tell you all about their what was that Wednesday Tuesday Tuesday, Tuesday. their Tuesday. Tuesday so it was our last it was our last day because Wednesday we flew out mm-hmm. although we did have a wonderful meal at Steakhouse 71 and I would uh, highly recommend that people go and check that out it was a great breakfast before we left but but Tuesday I decided that I was going to try to do my four parks in one day um, and so I hadn't done that before and I started in the Magic Kingdom with Brandon and the Geckners and I'll say that I was able to really utilize uh, Genie Plus really well because I knew that I was going to be um, in Hollywood Studios later in the day. So after doing Space Mountain, because I would love to do Space Mountain, then I immediately switched over to getting uh, fast passes and or well lightning lanes for uh, Hollywood Studios because I knew I was going to be there later. And so for the stacking, the the whole like you can get a lightning lane uh, every two hours, I was able to stack five.
five different attractions over at Hollywood Studios, which is basically all of the major attractions that I was able to do um, when I got over there later in the day. But I was able to do not only the Magic Kingdom with Brandon and with the Geckners, uh, but also to be able to hit over to Epcot and do that a little bit by myself, do Spaceship Earth. It was really fun. And then Animal Kingdom, I got to ride Expedition Everest uh, three times just uh, in that single rider line. I actually was going to go back again and ride it closer to nighttime, but it was down. And so I just decided to go ahead and head back to Hollywood Studios. Uh, and then I was going to try to hit up Magic Kingdom one more time with Brandon, but at that point I was pretty beat. So I did do the four parks and then I head back to the Polynesian to kind of get wrapped up for the vacation to start heading home the next day. But but Brandon, any um, thoughts on your last day on Tuesday? Yeah, I was, I was dragging a lot on Tuesday, but the good thing was we had covered most of Magic Kingdom on Monday night. So like I said, I didn't have to rush. I, I was actually going to sleep in a little bit, but Craig was up already and I said, Oh, I'm just going to get up and I'll go. <laughs> and so, and so he and I get to magic kingdom and we, he and I actually are able to get on Peter Pan's flight pretty quickly. And we do that. And then we meet up with the Geckners. I have a cinnamon roll in LeFou's brew at Gaston's oh. tavern, which was wonderful. That was a great pick me up breakfast that I needed. Um, and then really um, I spent most of that morning, and early afternoon, just sort of taking it easy. And I went to shows. Um, Craig and I did Philhar Magic. And then uh, once he left, um, I got some socially acceptable Dole Whip. Um, and then I <laughs> and then I stayed and I went to the Tiki Room and I did the Hall of Presidents. I got a hot dog at Casey's um, and just really just sort of took it easy. And I just sort of did a, I did a little bit of shopping. And then I went back and I sort of did my um, afternoon rest up. And then I went back on my own um, in the evening and just sort of finished up my time at Disney. I had uh, my last dining reservation at Liberty Tree, which is so much food. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's I mean, it literally is a Thanksgiving dinner on steroids. It is pot roast and turkey. Um, mashed potatoes, seasonal vegetables, mac and cheese, and they bring out as much as you want. It's it's really, really good, really, really great, and and a really fun sort of atmosphere. It's on Liberty Square, and all the rooms are named after, you know, there's a George Washington room, there's a Betsy Ross room, and it, it's just a fun dining atmosphere. And then I just sort of walked around. I did the Carousel of Progress. I went on the People Mover one more time. I lightning lane Pirates of the Caribbean. And I just kind of finished up my night there. And like we had said, uh, Craig originally was going to meet me. And then when he texted me about eight o'clock, I sat down after that big meal at Liberty Tree. And then just <laughs> after walking after the two mile hike from the night before, I was just like, OK, I think I'm done. So then I, I went back and I was able to get out on like the last boat right before the fireworks ended. So I beat the crowds all the way back to the poly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was that was great. Um just a wonderful trip, right? I mean, for you and we'll wrap it up here in just a second, but be anything you wanted to add from your Wednesday before you left. And then we'll all just kind of wrap up this episode. I know it's kind of gone long for our listeners. Sorry. We've, I'll we've make it quick. Lot. I'll make it quick. Um, I, the night before Vanessa still wasn't feeling well and I was still kind of sleepy. So I wasn't sure what, what I was going to do the next day, but I thought about maybe I should switch my reserve, my park reservation to Hollywood studios because I had one for magic kingdom, but I'm like, 
haven't been to Hollywood Studios during this trip. And there was a lot I didn't get to do there on my last trip. So I ended up getting up that morning, switching the reservation, getting Genie Plus, And I got a um, individual lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance because that's my all-time favorite ride there. And then I actually was able to get on Millennium Falcon, Mickey and Minnie's for the first time, Slinky Dog Dash. I, I was able to get Slinky Dog Dash at the last minute because it was sold out, but I kept refreshing. Here's a tip. If you uh, don't get to do something in a specific park on that day on Genie Plus and you see there's no times available throughout the day, just keep refreshing because it may pop up. And so when I was getting out of the Indiana Jones show, nothing was still popping up for a Slinky Dog Dash. I sat down for like five minutes and just refreshed my app until finally a lightning lane for Slinky Dog Dash did come up and it worked out perfectly. So I was able to get on everything I wanted to besides uh, Tower of Terror and Rocking Roller Coaster because those riots tried to kill me last time. But also, this is my first time being solo in a park. Um, and I had a great time. I met a lot of people. I got to ride with a grandma and grandpa, Mickey and Minnie's, and they were so fun and cute to ride with. And then I met an Australian family, and I rode with the dad of the group on Slinky Dog Dash, and he was saying they were going to be in um, Florida for two weeks. And uh, he was just screaming and making sounds like Brandon on Slinky Dog Dash. So I got to meet a lot of people. Also, there are a lot of characters out in Hollywood studios, which I had not seen before. I met Ray Chewbacca in uh, Galaxy's Edge. Also, the Green Soldier drummers were out. Uh, Buzz Lightyear and Jesse and Woody were out all day in Toy Story Land. And then I ate at uh, Woody's Lunchbox. They need to do something about that area because it gets so congested over there and the sun beams down. So hopefully when they open uh, Woody's Roundup Barbecue, that will help with some of that. And then I had a huge funnel cake with ice cream waiting for the Indiana Jones show. So it was a day well spent. And then I had dinner at Three Bridges with Vanessa and I did not go back for Fantasmic because I was beat. So yeah. that but is I the did, short version. I made up for it. I put on a hat and I stood on the <laughs> pool and I spied with da 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 Look at me. Oh, yeah, I was doing it all for her. So it's That's exactly awesome. the same awesome. as going to Hollywood Studios. Let's go around and just uh, as we wrap up here, uh, just one like, thought or memory that you'll kind of hold with this trip uh, as we go around and I will Vanessa looks like she's really thinking about it so Brandon I'll start with you you're the newbie it was your first trip uh, what's like the one takeaway that you can give us from the trip my biggest worry going was that it was going to be a letdown and I had built so much up in my mind and it was going to be a disappointment and it didn't disappoint and it was everything that I had hoped it would be uh, I did everything that I wanted to do pretty much. I mean, there's still, I mean, I'm definitely want to go back because there's stuff I still didn't do. Um, but no, it was, it was definitely everything I wanted it to be. And I'm glad that I had people to do it with. I originally was going to do it solo, but the fact that I always had, whether it was the Geckners or you guys, it was, there was always someone to share in the fun with. And for my first trip, I couldn't have asked for anything better. That's awesome. B? I will say, I will echo Brandon's thoughts. I was really grateful to go on this trip with you all because I, in my friend group, I am the Disney freak. Um, I am very youthful and childish sometimes to them. And so to be with people that just understood my love for Disney and could help guide me along the way was special. But I would say my biggest highlight 
besides writing Splash Mountain and Haunted Mansion with you all, was meeting Mulan and Epcot. She is my all-time favorite Disney princess. And we had a very special moment, which Vanessa caught on camera. So I was thankful for that. So I just can't wait to go back with you all because you have to go back with me. You have no choice. (laughs) How about you, Vanessa? I'm going to channel Brett. I have three things. (laughs) So first of all, Traveling with B is so great. What I, I mentioned this to her already, but at one point I said, you know, it's so great to just travel with you because we literally can just sit and just start talking. Mm-hmm. And that is like the best travel buddy. Secondly, um, when we put, walked in with Brandon and, and seeing his reaction to the castle, and I don't know if he was all that thrilled, but it just like <laughs> the excitement of us getting to take a newbie to the castle for the first time that was really good I, I see why brett likes doing it and then third this is probably like the the push pin in the whole trip that we, that we like held holds this whole thing together was when we finally saw you craig in epcot <laughs> and you just run the marathon and we gave you the biggest hug. we're like we're so proud of you and it felt so great to see that you did it and you were alive yes. And then I have to tell you one funny thing about that is I'm, I'm not a hugger and, and be accused me of being a hugger on this trip. I'm like, you take that back. Everybody was so affectionate on this trip. Like you were, you're being affectionate. I'm like, I am not. Um, but so I give Craig this big hug and Jeremy's standing behind him with his arms out like, Hey, and I go, I just wave at him. I go, Hey, and he holds his hands out again. Like I'm not giving him a hug. And I go, Oh, you want a hug? And he goes, yeah. I go, Oh, well you didn't run a marathon, but okay. <laughs> that's so great like if you were a part of the race if you were a part of the experience like you just everyone wanted a hug and just we're so proud of not only you craig but like just everyone that was making that trek mm-hmm. through the park you could feel it everyone was so happy uh for those people so we're still very proud of you for doing that i don't know how you did it i don't know how you're still alive yeah after what you did after but yeah, uh the, going to the parks but the incredible job of- the energy of the weekend was something that I'll take with me for a really long time. And, you know, like I, I trained for this for seemingly for a year and um, registration was way back in April. And to think about where I've come and just that journey of running. And I know I'm going to talk a lot about that next week, but then also to be on this trip with the, with the three of you um, meant an awful lot to me. And so it's a trip I'll never I'll never be able to forget for a lot of different reasons. And uh, it's just wonderful that you are all a part of it. So, and it was great to be able to recap it all with our audience as well. And I mean, we could talk about this trip for literally hours. I think we're on like an hour and a half here, potentially a longer episode for you, but you will get some additional coverage about this and about the running. And I, I can't wait to talk to you about that as well. But I guess um, my my end message would be go to Disney with friends, go uh, enjoy some time with friends, be able to have those experiences, have those experiences by yourself sometimes uh, while you're on this trip, but be able to come together and to share a meal, share a pizza, uh, whatever the case may be. And I don't think you're going to ever be disappointed if you go with a group like that. It was just such a, a magical experience, truly was. And I'll never forget it for sure. 
So uh, if this happens to be the first time you're listening to us, because we're famous now, we were on the trackers video. So <laughs> thank you. We would like you to go back and listen to all of our episodes, including the ones that have Brett on them as well. You can find those by just searching Beyond the Mouse on any podcast platform. You can also find us on social media. We're Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram, Beyond Mouse on Twitter, and then also Beyond the Mouse Podcast. You can find that page on Facebook. And then we also really want you to join our group, which is Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals. We just had a draft going on. And I mean, I don't want to get really cocky here in case the results change, but uh, your boy is doing pretty well in this draft right now. So maybe go and check that out too. <laughs> and we'll see who ends up winning this draft, uh, the WW food draft that we did last week and we released last week, but it's just been remarkable getting a chance to talk to all of you tonight. I really appreciated your time coming back and reminiscing with me and appreciate our listeners for letting us kind of just go day by day on this thing. It was quite the trip. We packed a lot in. So Uh, We could talk about it for hours. We're going to put a wrap on it here. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm Brandon. I'm B. And I'm Vanessa. And we will see you real soon in the front row. Perhaps the front row of some awesome fireworks viewing uh, with a very handsome Australian with glassy eyes. Oh, yes. Again. (laughs) Oh, I never thought I'd see you here again. (laughs) 